0: Insurance promotion: Place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any NHL game, and if you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Turn game time into showtime with the King of Sportsbooks. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Must be in Tennessee. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1 800 889 Eight, nine.
1: At Kroger, shopping with pickup and delivery is the same as
2: shopping in-store. Same low prices, deals, and rewards on the same high-quality items. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
3: Restrictions apply. See site for details. Enjoy the taste of summer with fresh produce. Right now, juicy white or black seedless grapes are only 148 a pound with your car.
4: Bobby J is waiting to get your call today and put you in a new Kia from Gossett Kia Covington Pike. Hit the road with 41 MPG Highway for just 278 a month in your new 2023 Kia Forte LXS $2799 do it signing. Or we'll rule the road in luxury with 2023 Kia K5 LXS 337 a month, $3199 do it signing, both 36-month lease. And if we don't have what you're looking for, not a problem. Bobby J will order you a new ride today. You won't pay over MSRP. And keep cruising in confidence with Kia's best-in-class warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain, limited warranty. Ask for Bobby J. He'll put you in a new Kia today. Gossip Kia 1900 Covington Pike. Online, kiacovingtonpike.com. If you want it, we got Gossett 30000 per year, 650 acquisition fee, Forte, LXSP PE581, 756, MSRP, 21985, K5, PG201565, MSRP, 26805, includes all rebates and incentives, of 695 must finance through Hyundai, excludes textile and license with approved credit. see dealer for complete details, offer valid through 22823, dealer stock only, warranties, limited powertrain warranty, see Kia.com or retailer for details. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently,
5: and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor.
1: So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us?
5: No cookie cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do
1: sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients?
5: No. Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management.
0: Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack.
4: eBay Motors. Let's ride.
3: WMFS-FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis. Celebrating a legacy of sports. As the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers Say, Play 92.9 ESPN. Get can't hitman. As yes, guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone on 92.9 FM ESPN.
4: All right, back on the Jeff Calkins
6: Show. Let's do this. It's Chris
3: Now, it's Chris Harrington on the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more on 92.9's Jeff Calkins Show, presented by Church Health, caring for people all around us. Give today at churchhealth.org.
1: It's
3: on the Service
6: Master by Cornerstone Line. this Chris Harrington joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? That's
2: uh, Get on the Good Foot by James Brown. Uh, my closed circuit advice to LeBron James uh, for how he should navigate this um, NBA stretch run. Because, really, it's like, is Lonnie Walker better than LeBron James hopped around on one foot? Like, come on, suit up and let's go. Uh,
6: get to that in a minute. Uh, the uh, Beale Street Music Festival lineup was released yesterday. Your thoughts?
2: Um, I'm... I'm I'm getting my thoughts together today. A a, a peek behind the curtain, since everyone's always interested in how things work. um, I supposed to have two two podcasts scheduled today, and they both got canceled at the last minute. And so I'm pivoting to write a quickie column on the Bill Street Music Festival lineup, which I probably should have written yesterday when I was instead trying to write a Grizzlies column in various half-an-hour pockets of time around other parenting duties. They ended up being a total cluster bleep and ended up just getting (laughs) killed anyway and not publishing so I probably should have written yesterday instead of writing today about the music festival. My general principle, which I will attempt to articulate, is that the music fest lineup is always bad and the music fest lineup is always fine. That seems right.
6: It's all it's it's like the it's like the everyone well, everyone thinks it's bad, but it's fine. Yeah. Okay. But in the relative of it's always like I it feels to me like I I, I see a lot of complaining every year about the lineup. It felt, Sorry, like, it's a sport. It, it felt like it felt like it's a little bit like saying that the Super Bowl ads stink. Although maybe and maybe maybe they actually do. But like every year, I get my brother on to talk about what we can expect. He says what you can expect is people will say the ads aren't good, and it's utterly predictable to say. Uh, having said that, I I literally didn't see any enthusiasm for anything yesterday. To my as I just scanned social media, is it a Less star studded lineup than typical or is there something qualitatively different about it this year than other years when people also complain? I think there's a
2: couple things there. And again, as I actually start to write, I may like Uh I figure out what I think by by the process of writing usually, so like don't hold me to it. Yeah. Um the writing is real. We're just we're just filling up space right now on the radio. Yeah. Um to, a couple of things there. One, I think, you know, they're trying to appeal. They're not trying to appeal to everybody, but they're trying to appeal, appeal to a broad enough spectrum of people to fill up the park, right? And I think it's impossible to to devise a festival that appeals to a broad spec- spectrum of people and then have any individual person think it's great. Because, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's just not the way music tastes work. Music tastes are so diverse and diffuse across genres and eras and whatever. Like They're not kind a festival for you, they're designing a festival for the communal you, right, and attempting to do that. So it's not, it's not going to be what, what I want, what you want, what any individual person wants. So that's, the, that's an inherent problem. The other problem is just that it's a small festival, and they won't say that themselves, but the reality is in the decades since that festival was launched, the whole festival world has evolved and changed, and now we have these mega festivals like Bonnaroo and Coachella and these kind of things, which are enormous major destination festivals. So that is not what Bill Street success Fest is, and so when people hold them up, hold it up against that kind of stuff, then yeah, the lineup pales in terms of in terms of star studdedness and whatever else. But it just it just will. I mean, I, you know. But it doesn't it pale. It doesn't
6: pale when compared to Beale Street lineups past.
2: Oh, I, again, I think opinions vary, and we'll see if they add. Like, the, like the biggest quote quote unquote name last year was Megan The Stallion, who like you know five percent of the people listen to this even know. But like that was the biggest name because that's the way music is now. Um, and she was added late. She actually wasn't part of the initial announcement. So maybe they'll add a headliner. We'll see. I just think that more and more music has gotten more and more diffused, and the idea of what is super popular does right. not register with people broadly the way it maybe did 20 years ago, and I just think that's the way of the world.
6: Is, is there any sense that this particular lineup was shaped or reduced in either, whatever, in size or in uh, style points by... The ongoing disputes with uh, with the Riverfront folks and the fact that they've you know didn't have a productive festival last year, which I presume they blame partly on the Riverfront folks, is is that it, these things? Does the the controversy over that spill into shaping the music festival?
2: Well, the, the Blues Tent moved out and onto Bill Street, onto Handy Park. Right. Um, in terms of the main stage stuff, I don't perceive it to be broadly different. I get I, 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 my answer is broadly no other than the blues tent thing moved out. All right.
6: Okay. We can't wait, Chris, here uh, uh, as we as we because we know the writing is real and here we're just filling up space. <laughs> so we can't wait to read the column whenever it comes out. Uh, Lakers tonight, no LeBron. Um, are you of the view that that's too bad or it's just the way it goes? Or how do you view LeBron's absence tonight? Well, I think
2: it's too bad. I mean, he's he's the the best or second best or third best player in the history of the sport and it's only he's like, you know, 37 or whatever and there's only so many more times he's going to he, he's going to show up. He's going to show up in your city and so and you're missing one of them and like you've missed others in recent past and so yeah, I'd rather LeBron James be out there playing.
6: Right. Um yesterday you said that oh, well, you've not been a believer in the Lakers all year long, that this new revamped lineup, you know, showed some showed some promise. Obviously, considerably less promise if LeBron is out for several weeks. I I, I want the Lakers mostly cuz of the Pelicans draft pick cuz they've I mean cuz the Pelicans have their draft pick. I want the Lakers to be standing when the play in is over. And I think it's now looks unlikely. Think it now looks yesterday I would have said it looks 5050 uh, whether they because I think if you lose in the play and you're still in the lottery, right? If you lose in the play and you're still in the lottery, I would have said it was 50 50, maybe a greater than even chance that they are that they make the final eight. Now I think look, I guess I'd have to say unlikely just because of this injury.
2: Your thoughts? I think if, I think the injury thing was a little bit of karma because yesterday like ESPN did, did whole segments or where everyone <laughs> like on, the, on their talkie head shows was saying the Lakers would be favored of both the, the one-seed Nuggets and the two-seed Grizzlies when they hadn't even qualified for the play-in, much less the playoff. So there's a little bit of karmic retribution, I think, for this. But I, I think for the Lakers, I mean, we'll see. I mean, the last I, most things I read on the LeBron thing was they said weeks, right? So what right. does that mean? I think if, if you're the Lakers, your goal is to get LeBron back healthy and, and qualify for the play-in. And you'd love to get up to six if you can and, and, and avoid the play-in, but, like, I think at this point, don't get greedy. I mean, you you haven't even made it to the play-in yet. And so if you could just get to the postseason with a healthy LeBron, you take your chances from there. And if they have a healthy LeBron, even if they're the 10 in the play-in, like, can they win two games? Sure they can. They can win two games.
6: ESPN would tell you, evidently, that they could win the the title. I missed all this. I I missed the they would be favored discussion yesterday over the one seed uh, or the two seed. Um, D'Angelo Russell also... Doubtful. Um, Oh, and then there's the news on Stephen Adams. Not really news, but we got sort of an update. I'll be honest. Like a range of dates, um, surround you know uh, a a range of dates toward the end of the road trip didn't sound that promising to me. What What do you sense? Well, I
2: I was. I I, I, that was actually my question. I was there, and what I got out of it, he basically said they they don't want to commit to something specific publicly. But what they basically said was that they targeted they, they have targeted a game within that road trip and it's you know, on the towards the end of the road trip, Road trip, it's only four games. And right. so you're talking about the third or fourth game of a road trip. One of those two two dates they have circled and targeted for him to return. But they don't want to publicly say he will play this day. Right. So they did that sort of with Danny Green. And so there I think what I read between the lines, the expectation is we're planning for Steven Adams to play on you know, either game three or game four of that trip, they have already circled his, his return date.
6: Did you see him moving
2: around over there? Was he? Was he? he... Did, yeah, he was. I mean, practice was over. What they had to let us in, obviously, but they have some like, not a stair master, but some stair, stair weight kind of thing over right. in the corner, and he was on that. You know, you know, climbing the mountain or whatever you do, and and you know, looked looked pretty good. And so I, 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 I have every expectation that that he's going to play. You know, not tonight, not tomorrow night, but. Sometime in the next in, within the next week.
6: Feels like Luke Kennard is going to take some of the suspense out of this whole championship belt free throw shooting contest that they have over there, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, and it didn't seem to be. It, I got I got to question the brackets because we were in for <laughs> the very end of that. Uh huh. And and they and they had Luke Kennard and Tyus Jones in one semifinal, and then it was like Xavier Tillman and. Um, Vince Williams and the other. I gotta think Tyce Jones gonna be on the opposite <laughs> side of the bracket from, from Luke, Luke Canard. Put the two Duke guys. You think on the opposite sides of the bracket? Uh, yes. But, but, yeah. uh, maybe. I, well, I guess. I guess maybe you'd make the top two seeds as Canard and Baines. So maybe that would put right. You know, maybe would be two seed on the one side. Yeah. yeah.
6: Um, all right. Uh, that's enough of that. A um, couple things broadly uh, in the NBA I wanted to ask you about. One is. Uh, there's the news that the Bucks are being sold. Mark Lazary selling his share of the Bucks and the entire—he didn't own all of them, but the entire enterprise is is uh, is worth at a price valued at 3.5 billion to Jimmy Haslam, actually the the Tennessee guy. Um, that sort of has some analogies here: small market, big star. I don't know that the Grizzlies could are worth 3.5 billion dollars, but. My God! You look at like you know I I, I forgot what Heisley sold them for three hundred some million or something like that, and now worth three point five billion. I don't think it's either good or bad for the Grizzlies one way or another. You can't capitalize on the on the appreciation unless you someday sell the team, though. Um, Isn't sort of staggering what's happened with price
5: valuations. Milwaukee,
2: yeah. Milwaukee is a small market, but it is a slightly at least slightly bigger market than Memphis. Um, It's certainly a more, it's a longer-term NBA market, and so it's a more, even more established. I mean, Grizzlies been around a long time, but Milwaukee's been around a lot longer, so it's a, it's a bigger market. It's a more slightly bigger market. It's a more established market, and I think probably most importantly, they have they have an even newer arena, um, already there. And so, whatever the number is on evaluation, Milwaukee is going to be less in Memphis, but to your point, it's still going to be pretty high in Memphis.
6: Yeah. Uh, and then there's some CBA stuff I, we haven't ever really talked about this but they are in the in the process right now of renego of, of, of negotiating a new CBA and that does have some real impact on on various things including one uh, they're going to evidently lower the draft age to 18 which will give get rid of one-and-dones in college basketball or or get rid of – it'll at least enable players to go straight to the pros if they wish to. I take
2: it you're supportive of that? There'll still be plenty of people going to college for a year, I would guess, but it won't be as as structural as it is now. Yeah,
6: Yeah. and I take it you're supportive of that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I want to see sort of how it's going to work. My assumption has always been that, like, you know, the two-way contract stuff and the G League contract – the G League stuff is sort of an avenue – to grow into more of a true developmental system, baseball-esque. And already, like, you can go to the G League right. straight out of high school. That's what the G League Ignite is with Scoot Henderson and all that. The, the only difference is those players are not, you know, under contract with NBA teams. And so I wonder if there'll be something where, you know, you can come straight out of high school and you can be drafted and you can sign with an NBA and team, but a, 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 you
5: have magia. to spend a
2: year in the in the G League before you go to the main roster. Right? Except – you'll be with the Memphis Hustle instead of the G League Ignite. I mean, I wonder if there'll be something like that.
6: Two other things that are being talked about. New luxury tax tiers, so more teams will spend into the tax, and then also uh, increasing the limits on contractual on contract extensions. So, for example, right now, you look at the Dylan Brooks thing. You can only pay him 120%, I think it is, of his current contract right. if you want to extend him, and they're thinking of bumping that to more like, 140, 150% of his current contract. Thoughts on either of those and how they might pertain to the
2: Grizzlies? Um, I have not read deeply on this. I've seen the tweets, and so this is not news to me, but I've right. not read the art, The actual article. Um, I, I think my instinct is that I approve of the second of those in terms of the upping the limits and the contract extensions, uh, which makes it easier for teams to retain players and to lock them up, which I think is generally a good thing. Um, on, the, on the first part, I'd have to know more and think more about it. One of the things about the luxury tax, people think of the luxury tax in terms of what you have to pay. Right. But the real incentive to avoid the tax is not avoiding the payment. It's going out. It's getting right. the payment coming in. And so for the Grizzlies, it's not like, well, they, you, know, you don't want to go over the tax. because You don't want to pay an extra $2 million. It's that if you pay that extra two million, you're not getting the fifteen or whatever that that right. that's taxpayers. Totally taxpayers.
6: Tax. All the all the tax money is divvied up among the non-taxpayers. And right, so, right, if right. you are a taxpayer, I just tell folks, everyone may not know this. So, if you are a taxpayer, uh, you are not just paying your two million in the tax. You're sacrificing your slice of the Warriors' money that you could be getting. That's right. Or the Clippers' money that you could be getting, and that is a substantial. Amount of money. And then finally, the last thing, and this is honestly in a separate story I've read about this, is they have talked about in overtime uh, using a target score or what is known as the Elam ending in overtime. So, whatever, you get to overtime, it's tied 120 to 120, and instead of playing X number more minutes, you don't use the Elam ending for everything, but just for overtime in the regular season, you say first team to 135 or whatever it would be. Wins? Would you be in favor?
2: Uh, maybe again, that's something I have to think about a little bit more. I mean, there there is there is a the thing that sometimes will happen in an overtime, even though it's only five minutes, where a team gets up enough that like you have garbage time in overtime, right. you know, and so so maybe eliminate that a little bit. To me, that is a reason to do it. If you think it'll be generally more exciting, is a reason to do it. I saw the quote from Adam Silver about you know we want to avoid these situations where we have these like, you know two three overtime games right. why yes to play forty six minutes. Well, I think the two or three overtime games are exciting, and like Kawhi doesn't have to play 46 minutes because they can like take him out and put somebody else in if they want to do that. And so, to me, that's not a reason. Yeah, it is
6: fascinating. It, it would be a it would be a way of trying this out, and of course, the inherent advantage of the Elam ending or the target ending is it always ends on a bucket. You know, like, I, if you right, like that, right. if you if you like it's the game winning shot, there is yeah. always by definition, it may be a game winning foul shot, but there is always right. a game winning shot. Well, we look forward to whatever you have to offer coming up, Chris, including on the Music Fest. Uh, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks. Chris Harrington from the Daily you, uh let, Let's take some of those in, in order, Jeffrey. All right. Uh, you in favor of the lowering the draft age to 18? Yes. hundred percent. hundred percent. This idea of forcing people to go to college when they don't want to go to college and they're only going to play basketball for six months is it's demeaning to college, among other things. Like it's it's don't force people to do something that they don't want. Of course, they're much less forced to do it now because they have right. other options anyway. They can go to the G League Ignite and they could whatever. They could are so it's become less people are already making choices about ah, I've not got no interest in college. Right. But it, it just from a, a Memphis basketball perspective, once upon a time, that might have hurt the Tigers. It also doesn't seem like something that hurt the Tigers. Like t- Tigers aren't right now under Penny getting the five players. How many do you think it is? How many players go straight are good enough to be drafted straight into the NBA who will forego the year of college who would otherwise be one and done? So they I mean, would Jalen guess... Dern, Jalen Dern wouldn't have. Amani Bates might may or may not have precious. Like I think Precious probably wouldn't have. Precious might have gone straight, but Precious wasn't that highly regarded. I don't think he would have gone straight. No, I mean to me the question is going to be like, how James much? James Wiseman obviously would have gone straight.
0: How much are how much our front office is going to value? Going to value potential.
6: They will value it highly. <laughs> like so, they, I think the, will, I think five is a little it low highly. though. Does. Maybe, maybe. So you think you think, but how many? I mean, it really comes down to how many will be valued high enough to go in the first round. That's what right. it really matters. It's how there's many of those many guys, guys that declare and then they and did. maybe I don't think there's going to be more than eight picked. They're going to be more than eight
0: somewhere in that five to ten range, not twenty. No, I don't think so. I mean, unless it's delusional people who just go because whatever else right like, it,
6: might be going anyway. To me, right?
0: like there's a difference of how but, many
6: declare versus yeah. how many get how many drafted many real, in the first round. Yeah, drafted in the first round. Okay, there's that one. And then the uh, the other one is the target score in overtime. Are you in favor of the target? So whatever, Grizzlies Lakers tonight tied at one twenty. Instead of playing another overtime period, another five minutes, they're going to uh, say first first team to one thirty four. I, I don't know. I, right? I, I, yeah, I I
0: understand. I I understand. I don't know. To me, doesn't that like if they did that, I'd be fine with it. Whatever. I'd like it. I guess though, my general feeling is, doesn't that feel like? Fixing something that isn't broken. Is overtime really that broken? Is five
6: five extra minutes? Overtime isn't pass? broken, but I think it's an opportunity to add something that could be potentially juicy and could be potentially a lot of fun. And without I wouldn't necessarily right now do it. I wouldn't do it for playoff games. I right. just do it for regular season. And I, I think overtime. that's the clarity. I mean I don't know. How did just you, like NHL has, saying, has how you shootouts. Feel, NHL has shootouts. How did you feel when and games, that entered? I like shootouts, but they doesn't use shootouts in playoff games. It uses them to right. end. You have you have an you have an overtime period in the NHL. After that, it, and what it, what the problem is that what, what sometimes people do is they just one of the problems now is is that because they give loser points in the NFL, right. two points for a win, one point for a tie. The last five minutes of regulation mm-hmm. is both teams just playing for a tie. That stinks. Honestly, because they both just—they just let us well, each get a point, yeah. and then we'll settle this once we get into yeah. OT. But I have no problem with the shootout uh, in the regular season that then goes away in the uh, that then goes away in the. Playoff. I think in general, I'm pretty agnostic. If if that were
0: to, like, that's not going to be something that would cause me to be outraged.
6: Met with Josh Heisaw and his team the other day. I don't know if and when I'll be selling my house, but it was interesting to talk to them and to hear all that they have to offer, including this idea that literally we could, you know, you could come up with this price for your house, and then if you don't get it at closing, they will they will pay the difference. Now, obviously, it's a place, it's a house that that's a price that has to be agreed upon uh, based on the market, et cetera. But it sets a floor for your house. You're going to get this amount of house, whether it's from one way or another. Uh, and they, they offer all kinds of things. And it's funny, when I used to hear Gary talking about this, sometimes I'd say, well, they can't do that. They can't. Well, here's the question. Like, why don't other realtors do this? Why don't other realtors do it? Offer to you know, break up by text or, uh, or they, they call this Your Price, Our Promise. It is Josh Heisaw and his team at Keller Williams. If you check them out online, you will see that they have hundreds, hundreds of five-star Google reviews. Uh, And they can help you Spring is sprung, ladies and gentlemen Or spring is springing And uh, there's going to be a lot of houses on the market If you're thinking of moving uh, Meet the team from Josh Hysaw It is joshhysaw.com Phone number is 901-461-8147
4: If you need to sell your home There's only one thing to do Call Josh,
1: H-I-S-A-W Go to joshhysaw.com Call from mom, answer it Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
7: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Moran gets by
8: quickly, hangs in the air, on the are you kidding me?
1: Tonight, the Memphis Grizzlies take on the Los Angeles Lakers. It will have the pregame early because of national TV. Right after the Gabe Kuhn Show at 6 o'clock, pregame at 6 o'clock, and then the tip at 6.30 live from FedEx Forum on 92.9 FM ESPN. 92.9 FM
3: ESPN is Memphis's Grizzlies station. If
6: you've got sports memorabilia that you want to preserve, that you want to highlight, that you want to have forever, best thing to do is frame that sucker. Uh, like don't just have it knocking around in a drawer or in a corner or collecting dust. Uh, take it to the frame corner, 5035 Park Avenue, and they can uh, they'll frame it, make it beautiful. You'll have it for posterity. Whether it's if you have a piece of art, that's great. If you have a photo that you love, uh, that's great too. They've all got all kinds of frames that you can just walk in and buy. But they do stunning custom framing. 5035 Park Avenue. It's 5035 Park Avenue. Frame Corner
8: Tiger fans, don't miss your chance to see Memphis take on the top-ranked Houston Cougars in a huge showdown at home Sunday, March 5th at 11 o'clock. Come watch the Tigers continue to work toward back-to-back NCAA tournament appearances in their last home game of the regular season. Memphis has never hosted a number one team in the nation at FedEx form, so make sure you're there March 5th at 11 o'clock against the Houston Cougars. Go Tigers Go! Sometimes the easiest upgrades make a home feel brand new,
0: and new flooring is often one of those updates. Swapping worn-out floors or dated-looking carpet for luxurious wood-look vinyl plank is a quick and affordable way to transform a dated space into a modern home you can be proud of. With the largest selection of in-stock vinyl plank flooring at the guaranteed lowest price, Home Outlet is the destination for all of
4: your home remodel needs. Visit the team at your local 100% employee-owned Home outlet today. Both six fifty acquisition fee, thirty thousand miles, twenty cents excess mileage. Forte LXS PE five eighty one MSRP twenty one nine eighty five. Sorento PG one eighty three four twenty two MSRP twenty three four zero five. Includes all rebates and incentives. Must finance through Hyundai. Excludes tax, title, and license. See dealer for complete details. Offer valid through two twenty eight twenty three with approved credit. Dealer stock only. Warranties a limited powertrain warranty. See Kia.com or retailer for details. Jeff, my man, what's going on over there in Gossard Kia South Mount Mariah? Look, I know you got something up your sleeve to blow me away. You bet I do, Randy. Gas prices are high, but we've got you covered with forty one mpg highway in your new twenty twenty three. Kia Forte LXS at $278 a month. $27.99 due at signing and a 7-passenger SUV ready to ride in a 2023 Kia Sorento LX 378 a month. $34.99 due at signing. Both 36-month lease. Plus, peace of mind with Kia's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. And if I don't see exactly what I want, I'll order it for you and you won't pay over MSRP. So whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be happy, happy at Gosset Kia on Mount Moriah. 2680 Mount Moriah or Kia about MountMariah.com.
7: The safety of all Memphians is one of our top priorities. To help alert citizens in emergency situations, the City of Memphis is rolling out our new emergency communications alert system. This new system will allow you to receive alerts via text, landline, and email. You can even choose the type of alert you want to receive, ensuring that you don't miss information when something important happens in Memphis. Visit MemphisAlerts.com and
8: sign up today. Shop huge grand opening savings at our new Ashley in Oxford. Saturday only. Save 30% off store-wide with no minimum purchase. That's right. 30% off your entire purchase. Or get 0% interest for five years with no minimum purchase and no down payment. Plus, Don't miss our grand opening celebration event at Ashley in Oxford. Doors open Saturday at 10 a.m. with doorbusters, giveaways, prizes, and more. Saturday only at Ashley. Now open in Oxford. Proud partner of Ole Miss Athletics. Life is full of ifs. If you see potential in every
1: day. If you push for that promotion. And even bigger ifs like if you say, I do. If you can cash flow like a pro and get paid up to two days early, if you can
7: safeguard against surprises and supercharge your savings, the if in life becomes less iffy. Regions Life Banking makes it possible. If you're interested,
3: let's talk about the if in life. Regions Bank, embrace the if in life.
1: Regions Bank, member FDIC. Don't miss your Memphis Hustle tonight at 7 p.m. when they
3: take on the Grand Rapids Gold at Lander Center. Enjoy family fun for the entire crew and secure your tickets today at memphishustle.com or call 901-888-HOOP. who
1: 3 people you should be 100% certain about. Your barber, your plumber, and your tax pro. Switch to Jackson Hewitt and you can be 100% certain about your taxes. We'll get you your maximum refund guaranteed and we'll back your return for life. Don't be kind of certain or almost certain. Be 100% certain. Switch to Jackson Hewitt today and get 50% off tax prep. Limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com 50 for terms.
5: Consumer investigator Andy Wise here. I've covered my share of disasters, and I can tell you the people of ServiceMaster by Cornerstone are the experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. They use all modern methods to repair the damage, be it a home gutted by fire or a five-story commercial building racked by storm damage, with a laser focus on getting your home or commercial building back to normal. ServiceMaster by by cornerstone has the respect of risk insurance adjusters and emergency contractors it will save your business or home make the wise choice for disaster cleanup service master
4: by cornerstone by now you know that sound it's the sound of the home depot But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of a new Frigidaire kitchen suite, complete with the latest technology to keep food fresh, dishes clean, and cooking needs met for all families. Making this the sound of savings on top brand appliances. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Final days to get up to 25% off select appliances, including Frigidaire, ends March 1st. Offer valid February 9th through March 1st, 2023. U.S. only C-Store online
1: for details. Three people you should be 100% certain about your barber, your plumber, and your tax pro. Switch to Jackson Hewitt and you can be 100% certain about your taxes. We'll get you your maximum refund guaranteed and we'll back your return for life. Don't be kind of certain or almost certain, be 100% certain. Switch to Jackson Hewitt today and get 50% off tax prep. Limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com 50 for terms.
4: It may be cold, but the Gosset Mitsubishi Spring Sales Event will heat you up. Discover a new way to ride in your 2023 Mitsubishi Mirage and get 39 MPG combined for $17,520 or $289 a month and zero down. And check out 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander Sport for $29 a month, 29 MPG highway, or get 2.9 for 36 months. Want peace of mind? We gossip with Mitsubishi's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. 2023 Mitsubishi Mirage. 2 89 per month. 2023 Outlander Sport 4 29 per month. You won't go wrong ever when you shop gossip Mitsubishi, 1870 Covington Pike, or shop online at MemphisMitsubishi.com. You want it? We gossip at gossip Mitsubishi. If you want
3: it, we got
4: Mirage PH002846, MSRP 18020, Sport, PU002230, MSRP 29545, includes all rebates and incentives, of 695 excludes tax and license with approved credits, see for complete details, offer valid through two twenty eight twenty twenty three 2023
3: Jeff's guests appear on the Service by Master by him. Cornerstone phone lines, the experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone on 92.9 FM I ESPN.
1: so much, I miss my wife. Lonely
6: space. All right, back on the Jeff Calkin Show, joined, by, joined now by Charles Fishman, our Man of Washington, D.C., author of three, three New York Times bestsellers. Most recently, One Giant Leaf about the extraordinary efforts of Americans to get us to the moon. Also, three-time winner of the Gerald Loeb Award for excellence in business writing and a retired Mississippi River tugboat deckhand joins me now. And I, I, I saw a, a question that I... In the, in the New York Times today. Big question in the New York Times today that I wanted to hit you with right off the bat, Charles. It is the war on rats. Is it ethical? America wants to know. The war on rats. Is it ethical? Well,
7: <laughs> we, uh, as you may or may not remember, yeah. i had my own war on rats, actual rats, and recently, here in Washington D.C., I've had uh, we've had a, a, a mouse infestation, a turn of the mice. We ran off the mice, and they came back. And I'll be honest: one of the places they appear is in a drawer, right underneath our cooktop, right underneath our um, stove, yeah. where we keep cutting boards and um, pie plates. And you open it up in the morning. And there's little mouse droppings uh, in there, and you got to wash the cutting boards. It's, it's really unappealing. unappealing. I would say
4: so. Hey, wait, hold it, on. Haven't amazing.
6: we, haven't we been having a war on rats for like since the mid- medieval times? Isn't there been a war on rats? One, like, one, that a man one, versus rat? Isn't it one of the one of your classic 100%. wars? I, I gotta say, if it's not
7: ethical to run off the rats we all ought to join up with Elon Musk and go to Mars because, because it's a nonstop battle. But the New York Times, so we, we stumbled into this. I stumbled into this. I, I, I was sad about the end of the publication of the Birmingham
6: News right. in paper. Which we talked um, we talked about this yesterday and I, I mentioned it yesterday on the radio. And I mentioned that one of the things about getting a physical newspaper is when you turn the pages, you see things that you actually don't necessarily see when you just look at a publication online. And you saw this story about the rats because you were turning pages?
7: (laughs) I opened my New York Times this morning in order to talk about this specifically. And there's a whole section front. This is the only story. The war on rats is it ethical? Huge <laughs> headline, and and of course it connects with me because because in fact the guy who makes my mouse trap, Victor Mouse Traps, is quoted extensively in this story about oh. he's quoted in he said mouse traps work, rat traps according to the research of the largest maker of mouse and rat traps, including the ones we buy. Rat traps only work 65% of the time. So then, and in, when I lived in Raleigh, I had an extensive war on rats in the house I lived in. Literally, you may not remember this. I bought my first house, moved to Raleigh, bought my first house, a beautiful little Victorian. Ultimately, the house, my wife married me and moved in, and both our children were born when we were living in that house. The, I, I sleep in the house, in my bedroom the first night. There's, there's only a little bit of furniture and some boxes in the house. I wake up at 6.30 on Saturday morning or Sunday, probably Sunday morning. I'm in my bed, and a rat runs from one side of my bedroom to the other right across the foot of my bed. This was the year of before cell phones. And I, I picked up my cordless phone. I had arranged to have a phone. You, you, even then, you didn't want the phone to not work. And I called one of my best friends, not named Jeff Hawkins, because I didn't think you'd be useful in this circumstance. Right. I called my friend in, in, in Orlando named Kevin, who grew up in South Dakota, hunting, using chainsaws, stuff like that. Right. And I said, I'm standing in the middle of my bed, and a rat the size of a small water buffalo just ran through my bedroom. I've only lived in the house for 14 hours. What do I do? And he was laughing so hard he could Okay, I have, I have two
6: I have two important questions. One is uh, I, I, I really want to get to the newspaper part of this in a minute. But why by the way, since we since we stumbled into this story, why would the war on rats be ethical or unethical? What is the debate? Well,
7: the the New York by the way, that was the begin, that day was the beginning. Of a two year war it took me okay, two I, years I, to put the rats out yeah, of the house. Yeah. The reason is because rats are cognitively advanced, to use the phrase the New York Times story uses. And <clears throat> sticky traps, I never use a sticky trap. There's traps that stick them yeah, to, the, to, to the, the tar pit, starve the rat, them to yeah. death, or they chew their legs off to get out. Spring traps, which is what we use, sometimes don't kill them, they just injure them, catching a tail or a, or a leg. Um, the, the the bigger traps for the rats, as we just said, a third of the time don't kill them. And, and if you use traps that capture them but don't kill them, then what do you do with How about them poison? That? Is poison mentioned? And poison, they said, yes, I'm sorry. Poison said, they say it leads to lingering, painful death. And also, we don't use poison. We've never used poison. Well, because then
6: the, the other yeah. critters can then eat the poison rat, et cetera, or whatever else. But also, they you go off and die. die in the walls of your I, I house. Mean, I mean, I, I hate to say this. I, what what, what, what I do, do we use to do? The spring traps. Spring traps. The not spring traps is, enough, is the, is the a spring trap is the traditional mouse trap with a piece of cheese there. Snap the neck, boom, done. That's it. We don't use
7: we don't use cheese. We use okay, but that's, um,
6: a, that's a that's a type of trap. that's the, what a spring trap. Butter. is. Exactly, okay. that is the type. And when you say it's sixty percent effective, does that mean? in a given encounter between the rat and the peanut butter? Or in terms of if you're trying to get rid of rats from your house using the, these things, it'll be 60% effective? No, no, no. The, the rat, the company that makes the trap says, in a given encounter between, this is not mice,
7: this is rats. In a given encounter between a rat and a rat trap that they make, the the rat is only killed 65% of the time. I um, personally had that experience. I, I, it's then funny. You have, then you have what I refer to as,
6: off rat, <laughs> which is much worse. Anyway, the, 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 it's we'll interesting. The whole—I know. Hold on. The co- whole cognitive thing about whether these you're eating cognitive smart belief. or killing smart animals. You don't eat pork, but it's actually something that comes up uh, with friends I have who are like, "I'm not going to eat pork because pigs are so damn smart." Like, uh, I don't know. Like, you know, you, 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 I don't really have that's, ethical that's challenges with eating cows. <laughs> Of octopuses,
7: and I, and I, right, and I have really lost my case for. I, I'll be honest; I really have lost my case for calamari. Listening to some podcasts about how smart octopuses are, so. Yeah, right. and, and what chickens aren't that stupid, and certainly cows, and you know whatever. Right. Yeah, it's, what does it, what,
6: what does it strike you in terms of this phenomenon? So, here's the thing: yeah, so, so newspapers, I, newspapers, we, newspapers,
7: uh-huh. we get, get the print version of the Washington Post and the New York Times delivered to our house every day. Most days, and I feel like I, I marinate in news all day long, uh, even when I'm working hard. And most days, I will admit, I don't pick up the print copies at all. This morning, because we were talking about this, I, I picked it up. The first thing I saw was the rant story. Fascinating. Hadn't, hadn't seen it. And then the second thing I saw was an incredible story in the business section. Again, I, I'm steeped in business news about how, the smartest most nimble workers in the oil industry the engineers are leaping to the sustainable energy industry because that's where the growth is and and windmills and solar farms and geothermal they need smart engineers they are sucking them up so they're literally jumping from oil from from fossil fuels to sustainable energy straight. that was fascinating then i saw inside and i usually read the book review i saw the new york times review Of Ron DeSantis' new book, The Courage to Be Free. Their review
6: of it. I saw that one online, uh, actually. I saw that one online.
7: But the point is, you do see more. You see stuff you would never have seen. I grew up, I want to just say this. I grew up in Miami. The Miami Herald was a genius newspaper, beautiful, brilliant newspaper. and i paid for with my own money an additional daily subscription to the miami news which was the afternoon paper so funny and cheeky and quirky just a great newspaper and also the new york times and my mother had a rule and the rule she said was you can subscribe to those newspapers as long as your father never
6: sees them <laughs> she was worried. he would stack he them would, up and he save would start
7: them start reading then, the new york and she said, they have to go in the recycling bin and the week they're, and the week they're published. And one time, my father's a famous family moment. I'm sitting outside in a lawn chair in the backyard in Miami, you know, whatever, Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon. I was probably in the 10th grade or the 11th grade. And, and around my little lawn chair is a bunch of newspapers. And he came out and he, he looked at me. It was almost a glare. And he said to me, you know, Charles, there is life beyond periodical literature. And and I hate to say it because I don't contradict my dad often. And he has now passed away two years. He was smarter than me on all counts, but he was wrong about that because my life is periodical
6: literature. Uh, do you, but, it's, it's interesting, so, so we, we can, we can bemoan think. it all we want. It is the way of the right. world, of course, right. and as you right. say, you mostly consume digital news. I imagine that the Commercial Appeal here in Memphis right now, it's a six-day-a-week delivery. They'll go, they'll, 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 they'll go away at some point as a print product. Right. Um, right. The New York Times and the Washington Post are very robust, but mostly because of digital growth, e- extraordinary digital growth. How long do you think there will be a printed New York Times and Washington Post? I,
7: I, I, I wouldn't predict. I, I, in some ways, I'm a little surprised. I did a brief poll this morning. The Miami Herald is not published on Saturday. It, it, my mom talks about it all the time. I wish I could get her a, a New York Times just on Saturday. You can get the New York Times delivered nationwide, either Monday through Friday. There's three options, Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday, or seven days, in print. In print, you can have it thrown on your lawn, most places in the country. Um, The Washington Post is only delivered here. The interesting thing is, and you must notice this, when you read print newspapers, the New York Times and the Washington Post, it's totally true, there are no advertisements in the newspaper. The advertisements are what we call house ads. They're ads for other aspects of the New York Times or the Washington Post. Um, But... The New York Times and Washington Post have literally hundreds of thousands of print subscribers and those people are are are, are happy to pay. And you know what? My wife, um, my wife who is who who has been an editor for the last really twenty years, started as a reporter. She's won two Pulitzer Prizes as an editor. She raced out to do a story a couple weeks ago. Um, about Nicaraguan political prisoners. And, of course, the most important thing, she wrote the story, the most important thing was to get the print version of the byline and, and save that. And so there is just a, you know, there, there's something wonderful about the paper. And, and as you said, when you when you actually pick up the print paper, uh, it, 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 you see things you didn't. I, there was a moment in Raleigh when I was a senior editor at that paper where I was in charge of, The printing of half the newspaper. Eddie in the print room was my guy. I wish I could remember Eddie's last name. And, you know, stepping, opening the sealed door, stepping into the press room. The presses are roaring. It smells like ink and newsprint. Okay, is that like walking into a buggy shop or a blacksmith shop? Yes, 100%.
6: Shop? We can bemoan it now. We miss it. It was but, a great but thing. Won-
7: but it was wonderful.
6: And, yeah. and, and it wasn't primitive. There was nothing primitive about it. it was, no, it no, was no. It was too, it, it, printed. Advanced. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, moving but on. But it's sad. Moving but on. You can, but there's a lot of news. I wanna, news yeah, news I want to move on. What's, uh, you, is it Target call today? What happened? What's Target telling us about?
7: You know, Target had a pretty good year last year. Um, and they've had targets had kind of a crazy three year growth, if or whatever it is, from from the pandemic to now. They they started in the pandemic at a seven a seventy eight billion dollar company, and they're a hundred and eight billion dollar company now. So they added thirty billion in sales to a company that was just seventy eight. They grew by almost forty percent. But here's the thing. We'll always talk about Target and Walmart as if they were same, So just variations on the theme. And, and I've got to be honest, it gets under my skin. Since 2018, Walmart has added all of Target. How <laughs> fast? Walmart is a $611 billion a year company. Just crested $100 billion um, uh, last year. Walmart does more business by Walmart has already done more business this year on February twenty eighth. Target will do in the whole year. So they're interesting variations on the theme, and if you're a shopper, they kind of feel like hmm, this is one thing, this is another. But but the scale, the the scale and the impact is not close to the same. Target. Um, What Target did that both Walmart and Home Depot had done last week was say, we had a really good year last year. Inflation is calming down. We have no idea what's going to happen this year. We don't know whether our sales will shrink or grow. (laughs) So that's kind of, that's literally shrugging and throwing their hands up and saying we, we, we're not confident about what's going to happen next. We're certainly not confident enough to predict, but But they had a good year. There was no bad news in particular, except we don't know what the future is going to bring. And I really want to underscore that as charming as Target can be, they are changing
3: compared to Walmart. Uh,
6: Walmart. There is this story that's been burbling around. uh, The Energy Department, the Energy Department of the United States, evidently has now concluded that COVID came from a leak. From a lab, an accidental, not malicious, but an accidental leak from a lab in China, and there were things about this story that that was that was really interesting to, that, that I didn't understand first of all, do we have different departments in the United States making different pre- decisions, and why like is everyone out there deciding well, why is, where it came from, and is there conflict in terms of where it came from, and what is the significance in terms of determining whether it came from
7: this is this is such a this is such a a, a kind of nuanced story, and the headlines just don't capture. The Wall Street Journal yesterday had a, a, a quote unquote big scoop saying that the Department of Energy, which runs our national labs, not all of them, but many of I them, see. you know, Los Alamos and, and Oak Ridge, so they have experience running labs, had, I think, concluded is the wrong word, but they had decided that the the COVID virus escaped from a virus research lab in Wuhan. They decided this using new intelligence, so that's interesting, and they labeled their quote-unquote conclusion low confidence. That is an actual technical term of the U.S. government when it comes to intelligence assessments. There are three levels of confidence, low confidence, medium confidence, and high confidence. A low confidence, quote-unquote, conclusion means, as follows, information on which this conclusion is based is scant. It is also questionable, fragmented. It is difficult to make solid analytical inferences, and we have significant concerns with the sources we've relied on.
6: That's that's low according confidence. to the official language what low that confidence is the official means. Language. By the way, I that is most of my sports predictions I have low confidence in. Same. By, by that... Confidence by that same standard okay so so there are 18
7: intelligence agencies in the united states there are dozens and dozens and dozens of agencies <clears throat> eight West agencies have weighed in on whether so let's take a step back we want to know whether the virus escaped from a lab or came over in a in a in in a in a leap
6: from animals to a market because we want to know because we want to be able to stop this in the future right we want to know market. Our, yes right we, we want to uh, right it's, we're not some people
7: are just trying to find a way of blaming china but no one disagrees that it came from china the question is did it leak from this science research lab and and if it did boy we better understand how and that by the way happened.
6: does anyone reputably think that it was intentionally released by by maliciously At this by point, China. No one is making the argument that it was intentional. So it was either um, a leak an accidental leak or it came from this market. Are the two theories, right. right? Okay, let's let's just summarize. Of the 8 agencies that have expressed an opinion,
7: two say it came from the market. I'm sorry, two say it came from the lab, accidental leak from the lab. Four say it came from the market. All six of those are low confidence. The FBI says it came from the lab with medium confidence, and then one or two agencies have said, we've looked at the data and we can't reach a conclusion. Joe Biden, when he became president, asked U.S. agencies to figure out what happened. The WHO says it came from the market. All you have to know about the WHO research team that went and researched this in China is two facts. They were in China for four weeks. To do their report on the source of the virus and two of those weeks they were in quarantine. (laughs) They weren't allowed. (laughs) And during the remaining two weeks they were not permitted to visit the research lab in question. So that's considered a low confidence uh, uh, effort. So just when you see all this conversation about whether it came from the research lab or the market, the truth is that even the energy department, which he, came to this, here's, quote, unquote. The other thing was, that
6: strikes me, though, that's odd about doesn't this Doesn't think it's absolutely you know, certain. One by of any. the odd things is that is it feels like this has become a, just like, for example, the new data out on masks, right? It feels like that people are remembering their arguments of two years ago or whatever and mostly just want to be right. So there are people who, for right. whatever reason, were invested in it coming from a lab. And there are other right. people who, for whatever reason, were invested in it coming from the market. And people are right. seizing. The truth of the matter is new knowledge is good. Whatever it, it, it And it, it exactly. is not good because it made you right two years ago or made you wrong two right. years ago. Right. It's good because we need to know these things. But isn't it weird how, things like, things. what's actually right. this what stuff is all things being things seized the, upon as proof of okay so let's the, say it like luke the, from the lab what does that mean the house and senate are saying we were right We
7: were right the most interesting thing about the department of energy report is that it says it's only five pages it has not been released and it says explicitly this is based on new data but they haven't said what the new data is so that's kind of interesting but really really important to appreciate we were sort of cross talking the us government doesn't know the answer
6: yeah uh, you Watch had out supreme Court tom Ford, brady stand up the, the most s- interesting story yesterday tom brady is thinking of doing so stand up well in his movie
7: he wants to do stand up comedy the, well as a quarterback the, uh,
6: that's really all he did was just stand up you know stand-up. so it actually makes a lot of sense the online report says that his friends who've seen him do it trying material, to talk him out of it i tried desperately trying to talk about of embarrassment. Thank you, Charles. Follow Charles on Twitter at cfishman. I'll tell you if you uh, if you uh, have anything that needs framing, the Frame Corner is for you. And I'm talking about sports memorabilia, tickets, photos. Maybe it's you and DeAndre Williams framed and for posterity. Uh, head on into the Frame Corner, 5035 Park Avenue. Um, or check them out online at FrameCornerMemphis.com. Jeffrey, what is next on 92.9? Here's what's coming up next. Jeff, here's what's coming up next on Jason and John. Jessica
0: Benson joins them at 1125. Trista Crick will join them at 125. Tim Murray joins us today on Giannato and Jeffrey. Christian Fowler will join Gabe at 430. Jeff at 5 o'clock. Grizzlies pregame at 6.
6: Tip-off at 630. It's a TNT game tonight. Thank you for listening, everybody. We will be back tomorrow to talk about all of that and more. It is the Jeff Gawkins Show. It has been the Jeff Gawkins Show. Have a great day for now.
3: Work is done. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's sports station on the free Odyssey app. Download it now on your phone. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. The Zaxby's Asian Sensation Salad comes with our hand-breaded chicken,
0: crispy wonton strips, Asian slaw, and egg roll. And is dressed with not one, but two flavorful dressings. Our sweet and savory honey sesame teriyaki glaze. And a tangy citrus vinaigrette. But there's so much more than dressings. They're sauces. Salad sauces. The Asian Sensation Salad. Order one ahead through the Zaxby's app. Woo, saucy!
2: Zaxby's. We're here with Jennifer Carsonson, real estate expert from the Live Love Memphis Group at their real estate agency.
3: What do you say to someone who tells you that they don't want to buy right now because interest rates are so high?
1: Yeah, if I'm sitting in front of you, I'm going to ask you, what do you think the payment difference is? Typically they say, I don't know, $1,000 more. The truth is 5% to 7% equates to $125 per $100,000 financed. Why is that relevant in Memphis? Because our median home sale price is still pretty low. It's around three hundred k, So it's not very much.
3: So what's the next step they need to take?
1: So step one would be, let's figure out what your approximate mortgage payment would be on that new house at the new interest rate. And then let's look at the equity position that you're in. Most consumers have an inordinate amount of equity right now. And so you can kind of take that equity and offset the payment difference in a higher interest rate temporarily until the rates have some consistent pattern.
3: Whether you're buying or selling, you need Jennifer Carstensen in the Live Love Group at the Real Estate Agency. 901-625-5200 or email them. It's sold at livelovememphis.com.
8: Tiger fans, don't miss your chance to see Memphis take on the top ranked Houston Cougars in a huge showdown at home Sunday, March 5th at 11 o'clock. Come watch the Tigers continue to work toward back to back NCAA tournament appearances in their last home game of the regular season. Memphis has never hosted a number one team in the nation at FedEx form, so make sure you're there March 5th at 11 o'clock against the Houston Cougars. Go, Tigers, go! Bobby J is waiting to get your call today and put you in a new Kia from Gossip Kia,
4: Covington, Pike. Hit the road with 41 mpg highway for just 278 a month in your new 2023 Kia Forte LXS, 2799 to its signing, or we'll rule the road in luxury with 2023 Kia K5 LXS, 337 a month, 3199 to its signing.
7: Both.